Welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. We are Alexis and Samantha Belbel of AdoubleDose.com, and we are excited to be here. We hope you guys are having a good week. We've had some disgusting weather, weather, disgusting rainy weather this week, and it's been horrible. It's been like, this is the second week. It's been gloomy and dark every day. And just rain all day. It's like that annoying mist rain that's like you can't, like you yeah. have to wear a hood, but you don't really need like a full, well, at night it's been like pouring every it's night. It's been like misty, but then like pouring yeah. also. So it just made it, which we're going to go get all into this topic. We're going to be sharing that. about that weather. What, so we haven't been able to get in like our runs. Well, we ran, normally we're running two or three times a week, but this week has been a lot more challenging because we don't have a treadmill. What day did we run? We only ran. We ran Saturday and Monday. Well, Saturday count as my last <clears throat> part, my, my last week's run, so that doesn't yeah. really count. I wish I could make it count. I'll be running Monday and Saturday this week, so we're leaving not town. A lot. But anyway, it's also been hard because I think Alexis shared last week she kind of fell under the weather, or she was, or didn't you? I was under the weather on our trip. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that was a little bit ago. Well, then now my mom got sick after we got back, and I was just like the whole time. I I think it was last weekend. I was kind of feeling like I was getting sick. My throat was getting kind of scratchy, and I was like thinking, like, Oh God, please, I don't want to get sick right now. I've still been taking that Beekeepers Naturals, that Propolis throat spray that we've shared before in our podcast. We've also also shared it in our stories. We love it because it only has three simple ingredients, and all you do is put a four I think four sprays in your mouth. That's what I do, and then you just hold you just hold it for a little bit, and you swallow it, and then it has it gives you like a ton of it. And it doesn't taste that bad either. No, I thought it was gonna be like really gross, but it has tons of immune boosting properties, so it's great just to take if you feel like you're getting sick, or even just every day as a, like a daily defense. So they also make this bee pollen that I'll put on my like my blue the famous infamous blueberries and almond milk and you can put it in smoothies you can do different things with it but we really love the spray just because it's small convenient and easy to pack with you or on the go if you forget to do it like in the morning or something you can always take it with you in your purse or something so if you guys want to try it you can get 15% off with code double dose D-O-U-B-L-E-D-O-S-E. And you can go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash double dose if you want to go that way or just put the code in at checkout. Thank you to Beekeepers Naturals for sponsoring this episode. So we're going to be sharing about our running plan and kind of why we've already been doing this half marathon. So it kind of started, um, I want to say, well, two years ago, we did our first 10K. And before the 10K, I was never, we both were never runners in college. I remember running with my boyfriend at the time on, if you guys are familiar with Austin, on Town Lake, um, and we would run, and I, at that time, I was not in shape at all. I didn't even work out. I was not, just like, fitness was not part of my life, but we would start, that's when I started doing P90X, which is like so funny to say now, because I feel like it's like dinosaur age now, but they were great workouts, and we would do those, Sam and I would do P90X, and... Then we would sometimes like try to run on the on the lake, but we were not in shape at all. And I, you know, it's something that you have to just kind of build mentally and also with your body physically too. And so we started running and I was like, I really want to do a race one day. And if you guys have been to Austin, you know, it's like a very active city. There's always races going on every weekend and it just inspired me to want to do it one day. And I was like, I'll never be able to do a race. Like I'm not in shape. I'm not a runner. And then flash forward to like, I don't know, a couple of years after we lived in Dallas, so probably like three or four years ago, 
I would sometimes run with someone I was dating at the time because he liked to run. I hated it. Even running like a couple miles just seemed ridiculous to me. I was like, I don't want to do this. But then, um, of course, like I was started doing the Stairmaster at the gym and then I would do like all this kind of cardio, but I still didn't run outside. And then Sam started dating Taylor and a year, no, it was like two years after you guys started, a year or two after you started dating. What? When we did the 10K? Yeah. Did we do it in 2017 or 2018? 2017. No, that was the year we started dating. Oh, okay. So you guys have probably known each other less than a year. Taylor does um, Ironman races and Sam was like, I guess he was running one day and Sam was like, okay, I'll run with you. And then- I don't even remember that. I don't know. They decided to, I don't know. One thing led to another. They just, Sam said, I'm going to sign up for a 10K. We just jumped. We never did a 5K. We just did a 10K. And the funny part is we did a 5K like- well, I think you signed up for a 5K, but you broke your foot, like you said. Oh, yes. Okay, so let me backtrack a few years. So when I was dating the guy that liked to run that I didn't like to run, this is like in 2016, I was I signed up. I was like, okay, if you guys live in Dallas, you know of the KD Trail 5K. And I, I've never done it. And it's like a big thing that people do every year around like in June, I think. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, he was going to do it. And I was like, okay, I'll sign up. He's like, you can walk if you don't want to do it. And I was like, okay. So I like had the shirt. I had everything ready. Like I would picked up my thing and I broke my foot like a week before it started, before it was supposed to happen. And I could not run in it. Like even though I was working out, I was like, I probably shouldn't run. So I didn't do it. I still have the shirt. So then flash forward like another like seven or eight months or maybe, no, 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 almost a year later. They decided, Taylor and Sam decided to do this 10K, and I was like, well, I'm not going to be the lazy sister who doesn't do it. Like, that, I need to do it with her. So we all did it together. We trained for it. I mean, we didn't really train that long. Like, we probably, it was like in September, and we started like in the summer maybe. But again, like, we'd only run once a week, which I don't think we were training. Like, we weren't doing like a big race. It was okay, but we didn't. I wasn't, like, yeah, training. We did, yeah, we did a lot of cardio during the week, though. You know, I'm saying, like, I would do the Stairmaster during the week, and then I would run on, on Sundays. But so that was 2017. That was almost three years ago. And we – I just, like, I my, I didn't train properly. Then my knee started hurting me really badly. Like, I would have a lot of knee pain, like runner's knee, and I just would keep running through it. And it did not end well because one day um, – we'd already done the 10K. I was already running up to seven or eight miles at that time. And I was running in our neighborhood and I ended up tripping on a curb, like not a curb, a sidewalk that was like really messed and janky and messed up. It tripped and I fell and my watch cracked and then like I got scraped everywhere. And so that was the last day I ran. (laughs) And that was probably like October of 2017. No, we ran more recently though. No, no, no. I'm saying like training for like I was, I was going to do what I was going to do at that point was I was just going to keep training to do a half marathon. But then my body started being... It was I don't horrible. know if I had that in my mind. I, I was going to. But anyway, so then that that was almost three years ago. And then I had I really didn't run from that point, probably like another like six or seven months, like a year after that. I started like I ran again. But I, in that time, I didn't run at all. And then we like would run like, oh, a couple miles here and there. Like we just like wanted to do something outside. It was nice out or whatever. But then um, I think it was in this last like six months ago or maybe more... I was like, I really want to do a half marathon. I've always wanted to do it. I don't like running. I actually hate it, but I've always wanted to accomplish that. Just like, I don't like running. I actually really hate it. No, I just, I don't actually, I'll go. I'm actually really starting to enjoy it now, but it took a while. Like I was not one of those people that was like, it clears my head. I love it. I'm like, no, I really, and it's starting to do that for me now, but 
it's crazy like it did it before for all this time so we decided we're like okay actually I was more on board with it than Sam she really didn't want to do it but Taylor and I were like yeah because Taylor was like she's looking at me like no I don't remember that Taylor and I were like yeah let's sign up and you're like yeah we'll sign up like you weren't like as eager to do it as me Maybe. You were going to do it because I was doing it, obviously. That's whatever you said. No, I'm saying, like, you're not going to be the lazy, like, you're doing it. Yeah, I don't remember not wanting to do it, though. No, maybe you just wanted to eager to sign up for it. Taylor's like, pick a race, pick a race, and you're like, yeah. So then they chose a race together, and so we're doing one on, I think, the big day is April 25th, right? Mm-hmm. April 25th, it's still a while away. But um, so we chose that date, we chose that race, and we were going to do one out of town, but I was like, no, like a cooler spot, but I was like, no, let's just do this one. Of course, now that I'm training for it, I'm like, I don't, I mean, I think it's hard, but I'm like, I feel like I'm full as like, that's like the big. Okay. We definitely have different opinions. I don't think we're <laughs> doing a full marathon. You know, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. If you can't do it, like, I don't, I'm, I just feel like, I know you can do it. It's mental. It's just, I feel like my body starts breaking Yeah. Down. Like, I feel like it's really hard on your body. But anyway. So we thought we'd share. We've been training. So let me just talk about what we're training. So we started training officially like in January. But the reason we started so early, like if you work out a lot, you probably don't need that much time. But the reason that we did was just because I only ran. I only wanted to run originally only once or twice a week, which was not really like the right thing to do. But at the time, I thought I was going to do because I still wanted to go to Pilates. I still wanted to do my trip, my rebounder and like lift weights and stuff. And I didn't want to like have to run like five times a week but we talked to Taylor eventually and he was like you should be running more regularly than that but um there are lots of plans that you can like you can use that you just type in like your when your race date is like how many miles you can run right now what your average pace is and it'll build a plan for you so if you don't have someone like we have Taylor that we can kind of ask but if you don't have someone that you don't have like any you don't know and you have an experience with, you can use one of these apps that builds it for you. There's one by Nike Training Club, I think. I think it's called or Nike Running Club, one of those. And one of my friends uses those sometimes when she's running. So we originally use that. But the thing with that one is that it gives you like a bunch of tempo runs and like um, track runs. And I'm like, I'm not trying to like beat a certain pace right now. So I don't need to be doing all that. But if you are, like, have certain goals and you like having a really guided thing, that's maybe something to look into. So right now, we're running two to three times a week, ideally three, but, like, this week it didn't happen because of the weather. We don't have a treadmill, and I don't currently have a gym membership, so uh, we're just kind of having to do it outside. So when it rains, like, I just have to suck it up and go. But what I will say is you do need to run at least two or three times a week because the, even the shorter runs are very important just so you can build up your stamina and, like, just to get the mileage in because we're trying to run at least like 12 anywhere from 10 to 13 miles like in total of miles every week. I think some people actually say to do more. Some people say to do like 25 like 24 miles per week depending on how long if you're like especially for a first timer they're saying to do like a 10-week program you want to run 9 to 24 miles a week. So we're not, I mean, we're not really at that, at that point yet. We've been basically doing, like Alexis was saying, short too. Like we're doing, like, normally, like, we're doing right now is, like, we're running anywhere from three to four miles twice a week, and then we're running our longer runs on the weekend. So, like, right now, we're at the point where we're running seven and a half, seven to seven and a half, eight miles right now on the longer runs. So it's getting, it's ramping up pretty quickly. Like, every week, we're basically increasing the mileage on the long runs, half a mile to a mile. So... 
every week it'll be like it'll be eight miles and eight and a half and then from so on and I think since we have a lot of time we're gonna get up to like 12 or 12 and a half miles even though the race is 13.1 but um I just I know they say you don't really need to get that high but I just kind of want to because I want to feel ready but you know you could do as much as you want you can run five days a week like you can run whatever you feel comfortable I know a lot of people like they especially if they've never like they don't really work out that much normally and they go from that to like training for a half marathon or marathon they're usually running like five days a week and they're usually taking a couple days off but some things that we've read along the way like as far as tips are um the thing you want to think about is first of all if you haven't worked out you might want to start walking first just because it's a lot on your body to run and endurance wise it's just I just feel like it's easier especially if you start like you could a lot of people do they start you run for a certain amount of time like run for 20 minutes or even if you if you really don't do any cardio you might be better off just walking starting off walking for like 30 minutes or 20 minutes and then building up to a run in a I mean a jog and like a walk and you can just do that until you feel comfortable like the main thing is when you're running you at least for us you want to make sure you're holding a pace where it's conversational you don't want to be like like you're huffing and puffing because we'll go into that later. Your heart rate will be super high. And you won't be able to finish And the you're run. not able to finish. Like you'll see a lot of people. I'll see it when I'm running all the time. Like my pace is pretty slow. And especially more recently because I can tell like I've not given giving my body enough rest. And that's probably why. But it's been hard for me to hold even better pace than I was. But I'm not really focusing on that. I'm more focusing on what my heart rate is and how I feel during the run. So if I feel like really tired, I'm not going to kill myself to try to meet a certain pace. I just run where I feel like I could, where my heart rate's not high. And then in that in turn where you can hold a conversation comfortably, not where you're like huffing and puffing and gasping for air, which I've definitely done that before when I wasn't doing a lot of cardio before. You're definitely like, you feel like you're not getting enough oxygen. You know, your sides start hurting you. And you're just not breathing properly. So, but I also think it's really important. Another thing that we've learned along the way is that you want to be able to stretch. I mean, you want to stretch for one. But the other part is that you want to make sure you're cross-training in between for a couple reasons. The first reason is that you could have weak glutes or you're just, just in general, you might have imbalances. And that can make you, certain parts, um, certain body parts hurt during the run. And it just helps you run helps run so much if your other parts of your body are, are more strengthened. So a lot of things you can do, I mean, I'm not the best about doing, but you can do a lot of stuff that builds up your glutes, like glute bridges, thrusts, and um, what are those ones you do? The clamshells? Yeah, clamshells. With, like, um, a resistance band around your legs? I mean, you could even do one without it. No, I'm you... saying, but it, looks, it works well with that. Like, Pilates has been great for that because we – you get all the glute and um, – glute exercises in that strengthen your glute in your legs and then we also like Sam was I think you read to say about the trampoline you had to say that yeah and so another part of cross training isn't just necessarily strength training that's a big portion so we try to lift weights at our house we go to Pilates or you know we're going to the gym you can lift weights there too just to help strengthen not just your leg muscles your arm muscles you use your arms and you're running just so you have good strength and it's just it's easier for you to do your runs um also as as cross training we're doing our rebounder um a lot the days i don't run i basically do it yeah i don't do it the days i'm running but it's really good because it's another form of cardio it's way like you don't realize when you're when you're rebounding and then you're running at the same time like you know one day one day apart or something you're realizing that how much running is on how bad it is on your joints and how good 
the trampoline, the rebounder is because people have asked me, is it, oh, is it good for, I have an injured knee. And I will say yes, because I did something to my knee, um, when I was actually running and I, I, it was like hurting me to run and I took, I didn't do anything. I stopped running like the next day or whatever. I didn't run. But then when I got back home from out of town, I was on the rebounder and you don't even feel it on your knee. So like, if that's what I'm just saying, if you have bad knees, it's like we raved about all the time. It's great because you can do it at home while you're watching a show and I'm getting some cross training and some cardio, but the home, which we'll get into later, your heart rate is a lot lower, at least for us. It's a lot lower on that than with running, which is something I struggle with with running. I always, my heart's always high. Even that's what I'm saying. I keep a really low pace because if I keep it like a pace that I would want to go quicker at, my heart rate's like through the roof. So that's like something else. And we don't really run with water right now, but our runs haven't been super long. But definitely in the summer, I used to always run with water because you just want to make sure you're hydrated. I mean, you want to drink like gulps of water because it's sloshing on your stomach, but you just you do want to keep hydrated or at least as soon as you're done, drink a ton of water. Um, I know people do the gels and stuff. Again, we're not running that far yet, but probably when we get to the longer ones, we'll have to take some kind of nutrition with us. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess we can go into like our shoes and how we pick those out. Yeah, so the shoes, <laughs> I think I definitely tried, like, must have tried at least three or four shoes out. So a couple of years ago, we were running in Mizuno's, and that's what Sam had gone to Loose Locker or run on one of those stores, and that's what they recommended for her foot. And I just ordered the same pair because I, I don't know why I decided. We're like, I'm, we're twins, so I'll just order the same pair. But, um, and we probably do the same foot. But anyway, we had those, and then when I started running this year, I was like, I think I need better shoes. My knees are hurting me. So I went to, I went back to run on, and I just did not like the shoes they picked out for me. I, I, they gave me a pair of New Balance ones, and I just didn't, I just didn't like them. I didn't feel a difference. They were too hard, and they didn't really have me run on the treadmill like I wanted to. So I went and found this other store that one of my friends found, and it's called Dallas Running Company, and it's in. It's if you're in Dallas, it's in Plano actually, and it's at the mall there. And what they do is they put your foot in this like scan. Well, you step in this thing and it scans your foot like all the pressure points, and it tells you basically where um, where your pressure points are. And then you run on the treadmill and they record you. They see like how your stride is and like where you if you pronate or over pronate. And so under pronate or over pronate, I meant. And um, so they told me all that, and then they gave me, they recommended like three or four pairs of shoes. I tried them on, and I ended up getting, I already ordered Hoka's at this point, and I ordered the Hoka's. I wore them, but I didn't love them. I, you know, I've heard like mixed things about them, mostly good things. I just felt like I was running on a pair of bricks. I mean, like tall, not because they were hard. They were cushioned, but they were really, like, really, like, well, I think books. for me, we tried them. I think yeah. it's our, we if, discovered. If you, yeah, we, we figured out if you're tall, then they're really good for you. Like, you'll really like them. If you're shorter, like, very petite, I don't think you're going to like them as much for running. Cause I think feel, what happened to me was I ran them too, which is great that I could try them out and actually run in them, but I, I went on, like, a pretty short run, like, three or three and a half, and my foot was, like, I think it was, like, shifting around everywhere. So, that's why I ended up, like, my foot was, like, I was turning it a certain way, and it, it was hurting me by the, by the end of this, like, short run. So I was, like, these are not for me. But I think it just goes to show you, like, a lot of you guys message me and say, oh, like, what shoes are you wearing? And I'm happy to recommend them. And I don't think, like, the ones I have are pretty – what is it? They're neutral. So I don't think yeah. they're going to be, like – really bad for anyone but I do think it's important to try to go if you guys live in Dallas to go to that place 
Um, we obviously, we don't get anything from it besides just recommending it for me to you guys. But like Alexis said, they'll like, you put your thing in this bucket, they scan your foot, and then they also watch you when you put shoes on. You get on a treadmill and they can, they can do slow motion analysis so they can see how you run and like what the problem is because they also gave us, I don't know if you said this, they also no. gave us insoles or orthotics, which are based on like what you need to correct. So I tried on one, I think one was for... I don't know what Are you trying two different ones? Yeah, one was for my high arches because I because when they do that analysis, they can see exactly what your pressure points are and like if they're in the right spots or what you need to what you need to do to correct them and how that can affect like knee pain and different things. So they do that, and then once you put the shoes on, like I'd actually spot so so funny. I had actually spotted the pair of the neon ones I wear. I'd spotted them in the store when I walked in with because t- Alexis went and then I was out of town and then I went. She liked it so much. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go next week. And mind you, I already had purchased some Ultra Boost. The Ultra Boost. No, oh, I forgot about fourteen. Was, yeah. was it Ultra Boost fourteen? No, Ultra Boost. No, we had the what are, what are eighteen. Eighteen for the nineteen. Something. Yeah. We had the newest Ultra Boost, and those are good for running. I do like. I will say, like, I like a lot of cushion under my foot. It's just a personal preference. But I was running in those like up to like probably four miles, and they were fine. I don't. I mean, people say they're like a lifestyle shoe. That's what they told me, but. I really didn't think – I know people run marathons in them. So I think it's just personal preference. They're not really considered like a running – like I don't think like people who are really in with running think of them as a running shoe. But I don't – it's not like you're running around with Nike Freeze. So anyway, um, they do that. And then when they do – they put these – they had an insole for because I really – they measured that I had high arches, which I kind of knew already. But they gave me test out insoles with high arches. And then another one was for – oh, maybe that was the one we got for the high arches. I don't know what we got. We got, we got the one for higher. Okay. I tried another one out that was, like, not corrective. It was, like, something else just to help with my heart yeah. arches. And I ended up getting the one that's more corrective, even though it's, like, you feel it more. But you feel like you when you have high arches, you just feel like you have more support when you're running. It just feels different than the insole that just comes with the shoe. So I recommend doing that. But you want to go figure out what you actually need before buying something online or something. So, and then Taylor, he got, he doesn't have high arches, but he got some kind of insole for his, yeah. for, to correct something. But I love that you could test them out there. I don't think you can, like, return them there like you can with, like, um, what's the other place, Run On? But, I well, really- speaking of that, I end up, I end up deciding to run in these, uh, they're Brooks Glycerin, I think they're the 17s, and... I ended up getting mine on brooks.com and they oh, yeah. they have a policy where you can run in them and you can send them back as long as they're like in pretty good condition still. Actually, I think they like will let you if they look bad. I'm pretty sure. They're like trash. I mean, don't do that. But like I was, it gave me kind of peace of mind because I was like, if I don't like them, I can return them and I can get a different pair. And they have a quiz on their website too that you can take a quiz and it tells you which ones to get. It recommends shoes for you too. So if you don't have like a place like that we went to, you can try the Brooks uh, little quiz on their website. And did you say what you're running in? I'm running in. God, I forgot you forgot. New me. Balance. I'm New Balance, but the foam. Oh, they're the foam something. Something foam something. They're neon. You'll find them. I've linked them in my like to know it. Before. And I'll link them in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put them in the show notes. But they're like I got that. So that's what I was saying. I walked in, and of course Taylor was like the same like as I am. We walked in, and we're attracted to like anything bright and neon and fun. Like I don't like like the boring colors. Like I know some people go for black. They want them to show the dirt, but I go for anything that's like neon or like really bright. So I saw these and I, I don't, I guess I didn't have my size in those because the salesperson, when she suggested she, she brought out a bunch of um, Brooks pairs, like ones that fit for my kind of foot. And then I don't know what else I tried on. Saucony 
and I don't know what else I tried on. But then she gave me this new balance pair, and of course, I didn't really like the black of them, but they looked cute with my leopard tights that I was wearing that day, but I wouldn't really go for black. But then I was like, she, I was like, do they have any other colors? And she was like, oh, it comes in this neon color. And she said, people don't really pick that out. But I was like, I, I picked that out. I like the neon. So I ended up working out that that was the one I picked out and I liked. But I was having some knee pain before I was, um, switched shoes and I attribute the knee pain, like the runner's knee, not like an injury part to two different things. One of them was that I wasn't stretching out my AT bands enough. So I would recommend foam rolling for at least if, if you if that's what you have available at your gym or your house, foam roll on your IT bands. Try to like, I haven't been very good about it recently, but try to do it at least every day or especially after you run in the next day. Make sure because if you if they're tight, you're going to feel it. It hurts. It feels like something's stabbing you in your leg when you foam roll, but it's really good because it relieves, um, all the tightness in your muscles and then also you want to stretch your hip flexors because those get really tight from sitting all the time and also like I feel like they're probably tight from Pilates like and your rebounding. psoas muscles yeah they're all really tight and yeah. they all kind of connect to each other and then the other thing is you want to stretch um before you like make sure you're stretched out before you run because I made the mistake I think it was the first time I started when I first started training I had really tight hamstrings and I think my IT bands were really tight and I I never had knee pain before. I was running before. Like, I wouldn't even run all the time, like, recently this last year. And I would run, like, four miles with Taylor or something, and nothing would happen. And then this one time, I just got, like, really bad pain, and I didn't know what was going on. So I really think it's because I wasn't stretched out. And also, you want to have a shoe that's supportive for your foot so that you don't have knee pain when you're running. There's also stuff that you can buy. Um, like, I've purchased the, the kinesiology tape. You can get on Amazon. It comes in like skin color or like neon colors. You can apply that like anywhere you have like pain or like tightness. <clears throat> so I've been using it on my knees. And then also they sell these bands and braces on Amazon too that you can use. I run with them sometimes on both of my knees. And I think it does help a little bit. Um, and then obviously stretching. There's also a thing called a Theragun or like a massage gun that you can buy. And that's really good for like using on your IT bands or hamstrings, your glutes, and like all those areas. You, it just basically massages it for you. And I'll link that, the ones that we have too for those. Another thing with the eating, um, we haven't really changed anything we're doing with when it comes to eating. You I do, feel like I am eating. I'm hungrier. You do, Yeah, you're hungrier throughout the day. You do want to make sure that... Like, if I'm doing a longer run, I definitely don't do it fasted because I, I you just need to have, like, something that's fueling your body while you're running. Because, you know, I've, I'll do it fasted if it's, like, three miles or something and I get up early enough and I'm not, like, hanging around the house for a while before I leave. Mm -hmm. But other than that, there's even many days, like, if I, I listen to my body, if I'm, like, really hungry when I get up, I'm not going to go do a fasted workout, even if it's a short run, just because it's just too hard to do that on your body and you know it's already working so hard so I usually eat like I don't really change what I'm doing I usually go someone asked me about this too I get up and I if I'm doing my celery juice or whatever well I will say when I do it fasted I do have my celery juice first so I'm not doing it completely fasted but I will say I have my normal fruit I get up and have my lemon water like we talked about in the last episode and then my celery juice if I'm having it that day and then all this I have a ton of fruit and sometimes I usually eat more fruit than I normally would just because I feel like I'm either in my mind I feel like I'm gonna be hungry or I don't know what it is I'm just hungry so I just kind of listen to like how hungry I am and if I want more fruit I'll eat a lot more but it's usually like at least a banana my blueberries and almond milk like two or three apples 
And of course, you can make a smoothie if that sounds better to you, but I just do a lot of fruit. Some people put oats and stuff to add more carbs and stuff into it, but I just normally just eat a lot of fruit. And then we're, get, we're not into our super long runs yet, but I'm probably hitting that point where, like, by mile seven, I'm, like, getting kind of hungry. Like, I feel like I need... I'm already hungry like, in the Well, not hungry, but like, it's not even hungry. Like, you need you feel, energy. You feel yeah. like you need energy. You feel like your energy's dipping. So I'll probably start trying to figure out what I'm going to do as far as nutrition is, goes, but you definitely want to make sure you eat something before. At least I'm not, I don't know how... I mean, maybe there's people that do fasted. I just... For me, like, I feel like I need not something... Not that long of a run. Not when it. super long runs, but... And then um, besides that, there's some accessories that we like to share, I mean, like to use. Um, and I shared, we did do a running essentials post already on the blog at doubledose.com, but I'll kind of share the stuff that we use. So we both run with our AirPods, our Apple AirPods, and um, we. I know there's other headphones. There's also the, um, what are those ones that go in your ear? We used to have them, the... Beats. The Beats. They also make yeah. a Bo- Bose mix. Something. Like the ones that have the wire attached? Yeah. Or yeah. they have some that aren't attached, I think. They're like Well, I'm ear. saying not. I don't want like an AirPod uh, type of thing. Yeah, I'm but they saying. go over your ear. Oh, yeah. yeah. The ones that go over your ear. Because I am finding sometimes if I'm wearing a jacket and then like my, it kind of, the collar messes with the ear, with the ear, ear AirPod, whatever. Sometimes it falls out more easily. And so the problem with that is, like, I don't want to drop my AirPods in the middle of the street. I've done that a few times. And so, but it doesn't happen a lot. So, like, if you are concerned about that, like, it really doesn't happen a lot. Then we also run with a little waist bag. So, you can get one on Amazon. There's also the flip belt. But you just basically, I do it to put my phone in there and then, like, my keys and, like, a, a, a chapstick or something, lip balm for my lips. Anything else, if you pack any snacks, you can put them in there. I mean, I'm not saying make a big sandwich. I'm just saying, like, little gels or something you're going to eat. <laughs> make a sandwich to go yeah. Make a chia um, pudding. Yeah. You can put it in there. And, like, I just like it because my hands are free. Like, I don't have to run with my phone in my hand. It's around my waist. I did used to run. If you have the loopy case, at least it's easier to yeah, hold on. I still don't like holding But I still don't. You start getting sweaty and you don't want to hold your phone. Yeah. So we do that. And then, obviously, like. You want good leggings or shorts. Like I really like the Lululemon ones. I run in I run in the Align leggings or their fast and free shorts. I like. I also what's that other pair? That train. What is that? That camo pair I have. Oh, is that the fast? I'm sorry, sorry fast and that's, free. Fast. It's the hottie toddy uh, shorts you like. Yeah, hottie toddy. But the fast and free are the ones that I like to run in if I'm not using like yoga pants that are short. The Align ones. The other ones I like are the Wonder Unders too. Those are like thicker, so those might be better for running. But the the sweat wicking material you're gonna want the fast and free those are like the kind of material you're looking for the other ones are more like cottony which show like all your sweat so just to keep that in mind but the other thing I just want to say is to sum up anything with what you learn is you just want to be consistent so I don't know if I said that earlier but you want to just make sure like don't be hard on yourself if you can't get the certain mileage you want every day because we definitely had those times when like I thought I was gonna run but you where I thought I was going to run a certain amount and I, I usually do but I'm saying in your mind the plan it doesn't go as planned like I wanted to run outside and that didn't get to happen so I ran on the treadmill which props to you guys for running on the treadmill because I like absolutely hate it I mean hate's a strong word but it's like really hard for me to get through it I should say mentally but I usually just turn something on on Netflix and I try to like pay attention to that when I'm running outside it's just a lot easier for me like I don't love it but it's a lot easier so like I said it's been raining a lot here so just try to stay consistent like if you say you're gonna run three times that week try to stay on that even if you don't even have if you time. just get like a mile even if you don't have time yeah. it's just better your body gets used to it more and it's better just consistency is better all around with anything, with any kind of workout, especially running. So 
that's pretty much my little takeaway. Yeah, and then I also, back to the training, I want to talk about training at a lower pace. Um, and oh, yeah, the heart rate. This is something that Taylor actually told us about that I didn't, I didn't know anything about. And I shared it on my stories a little bit, but basically what it is is that you, there's, I think there's four zones, four or five zones that your heart rate is in when you're doing any kind of aerobic exercise. And basically... The only way to track this really, I mean, there's a way to calculate it, but I end up buying a Garmin watch to speak for this reason mainly because a lot of people are telling me the mileage is off and like the pace is off. I really don't think it's that off compared to the Apple watch because Sam and I run, she runs their Apple watch. I run with my Garmin watch and it's usually very close. But the one thing I will say is that the Garmin watch, what I do like about it is that it really is good for running because it shows you like all your zones, heart rate zones that you're in. And it shows you, I just like how it shows you like the breakdown of your run better than the Apple watch. So when we run, I'm trying to get my heart rate. I can track my heart rate, but it's telling me that my heart rate should be, I think it's over 153 beats per minute. It's, I'm already like in zone four. Did you ever do that heart rate test on there on your watch though? Yeah. You did it? Oh, wait. Maybe I didn't do it. I, If you guys have a Garmin watch, I recommend doing that because when I used to wear my Garmin watch, it's really important so that it can actually, like, it's really being accurate with it. You basically, I think it's like 10 or 20 minutes, you can either walk or jog with it and it will tell you so that it can actually, like, test it the right way. Yeah. So I would recommend doing that. Yeah. The Apple Watch, I think you can buy an app. Um, I haven't done oh, it. Oh, yeah. You, you can. can buy an app in the app store that will show you all your different zones. Yeah, so, so that's an option too. Yeah. But the Garmin will show. So basically, the ideal zones you want to be in are like, I think it's zones two and three when you're running, when you're training, because what it is that you're, hard, you're, you're having to work harder to run to train when you're running. And or you're having to run, you're having to run a lot, put a lot more pressure on your heart when you're running that fast, your heart rate gets higher. So the whole premise is like, if you train at a lower heart rate, your body will eventually um, stay at that lower rate, especially when you're running longer distances and it'll just be better. You won't get as tired. You'll be able to finish the run easier and you won't be as burnt out when you finish the run. You'll be like, Oh, that wasn't like you, you won't be out of breath. You won't be like dying. You could probably go run more. That's the whole thing. And I will say for us, I, you're, you definitely you feel like you're in better cardio shape when you do that because when I finish the runs, I don't feel like I'm like defeated. I'm not like winded. The only thing that yeah. like my joints hurt, but like yeah. I don't. But that's like, nothing to do. I my body's fine. Endurance wise, I can yeah. keep going. So that's like for this, you're not supposed to focus on your pace. You're supposed to run like uncomfortably slow, like where like you feel like so. I, I have a really hard time with this. Like I'm having a hard time because. Sam and I, like, she'll she'll run a lot, not a lot slower, but she'll run slower, and I'm, a like, I slower. keep speeding up, and I'm, like, I cannot run that slow, but, like, I'm trying to work on it. So, it's something to think about, like, when you're training, because you don't want to burn yourself out. That's another thing, like, you don't want to run too much and, like, be burnt out for the race. So, that's another thing. Um, another thing people were saying was to do for, like, recovery. Cryotherapy, obviously, is really good. Um Epsom salt baths are people have been recommending those. Yeah, for, I need to try that. So they said that's like, like a really, inflammation really good. and just because your body's getting a yeah. after you run. Um, and we've been taking the, the oh yeah the leafy organics. We had him on our podcast and we're gonna have him on again soon. But we take that before and after our runs. It's like a turmeric supplement and it has it's really good for inflammation. It's turmeric and ginger, so it's really good for inflammation. There's and like I, no other. There's just um vegetable glycerin in it yeah that's it so it's vegan <clears throat> they don't have like all the fillers and crap in and it's it. like it's a dropper so it's super easy to get in i take it before and after my runs and i feel like it really does help with inflammation and recovery and also helps if you're sick too yeah and i mean pretty much other than that like i think it's just like fueling your body well just staying if you don't feel well like take the day off um 
obviously, like you guys know, we're not experts in this. Yeah. So we recommend there's a lot of good resources on Google for like plans. There's different apps. There's different people who've written articles of like what to do from if you've never run a marathon or you just want to get into running. So obviously, these are just our tips. Like I said, we're not experts, but we got some requests to share like what we've been doing and kind of like our journey with it. So hope that helps some of you guys. Yeah, I hope it's helpful. As always, you guys can message us if you have any questions or any topics you want to hear. And we also would love and appreciate if you guys could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, it would just mean a lot to us and help us get more viewers and listeners. So That'd be great. Also, share this episode with anyone or any of our other episodes with people that you think would be interested. We would really appreciate it. And we'll be back soon with another episode.